0: welcome to this marketing show hosted by award-winning b2b sales performance coach rick lambert who has been selected by many of the world's most recognized companies to help them market and sell to win let's join rick now hey rick welcome to this marketing show we're going to talk about linkedin now we've coached Thousands of salespeople on how to get up and running on LinkedIn. And we see classic messy scenarios, don't we?
1: Uh, Car crashes, train wrecks. We've seen it all. Yes. Oh,
0: yeah, we certainly have. However, I think some people get tripped up in thinking it's overwhelming. Like, where do I start? You know, maybe you want to expand on that.
1: Well, I think a lot of business people and that's our primary audience. Now look, if you're a Gen Z watching right now or a millennial thinking, "Hey, what about Snapchat or Facebook?" Uh, we're all, you know, cheering for you over on those channels, but I think, you know, without question, LinkedIn is the watering hole where business people congregate. And you know, when I talk to people about LinkedIn, I try to say, look, this is like a virtual digital chamber of commerce meeting. Like you would never believe everybody's there. You'd ever want to sell to, right? You've got financial leaders, business owners in this room. You got accounting people in that room. You might want to deal with buyers over there. So, Anyway, I think uh, uh, young people often have a problem, Melissa, shifting from the Snapchat to LinkedIn. It's got a little different vibe to it. And if you're a tenured person watching, you know, you too might say, you know what, I should be more active. I could be more active. And today we're just going to talk about classic mistakes we see people making. But as Melissa, you said at the beginning, very easy to fix uh, Mm -hmm. if you're right along with us today.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, why don't we get started with the profile? That's the big one there.
1: So, uh, you know, I don't know about you, Melissa, but when we invite company over before they get here, we actually clean the place up a little bit. Okay.
0: Yeah, we do. Like yeah, vacuum? We
1: do. <laughs> yes. Well, maybe or we just shove stuff under the couch, in the cupboard, wherever it goes. So it looks like it never looks when we live here. So if you think of that same mentality when it comes to LinkedIn, a lot of people want to jump in and start engaging on LinkedIn, but their profile's just a wreck. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the classic mistakes A guy told me a long time ago who ran uh, marketing for 3M Corporation, he said to me, Rick, you know, when a human looks at anything, whether it's a newspaper, uh, a web page, magazine ad, you name it, a human will always look at a picture of another human. And so with that in mind, I want you to think about, you know, the fact that when someone looks at your profile, the first thing you look at is your picture. Mm-hmm. And when we do our LinkedIn boot camps, the first thing we do for a client is we take a snapshot of all their people's profile right now to give them a current state. And typically in the 20 to I would say high 28% range, there's no picture whatsoever. And mm-hmm. I don't know about you, Melissa, but I like to see the person. How do you feel about that?
0: Absolutely. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes. People think, oh, I don't like how I look. I don't, but they can't, they can't even. Relate or engage with you if there's nothing there. So make make that an important thing.
1: And I know making a decision on your picture has never been a problem for you. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, look, it's a problem for everybody, but you're never (laughs) going to get the perfect picture. Um, The second thing is, you know, we talk a lot in our boot camps about how when you have someone joining your organization, maybe they've been there for a while. Everybody should wear the same jersey. And I'm talking about the banner on the top here. Now, look, this is basic. But if you're watching right now, take a look at your teammates or the people that represent your company. And are are they all looking the same in terms of that banner on the top? And the last part, what I would say is in the about section, um, a lot of people, if you read it, it looks like a job resume. You know, I am the greatest sales rep. I'm always over plan. I'm a super duper negotiator. Everything Mm -hmm. a buyer probably doesn't want to see. And so I would just ask you to take a look at that and be honest with yourself and say, okay, is this a customer resume or is this more of a job resume looking thing? So picture, banner, easy to fix. You can do them in seconds. And then lastly would be the about section. Make sure that it's uh, more, you know, speaking to a customer because customers, I would say, are going to be looking at, if they're not already, your LinkedIn profile more than they're looking at your business card.
0: Absolutely. I think one more thing to add there, Rick, is the headline quote too. What do you do? How can you help? Right. Yeah, I mean, sure. you're going to you're going to expand on that in the about section, but don't leave that headline. quote the link.
1: I'm glad you brought up because a lot of people have like, you know, vice president of whatever or account manager. And, uh, you know, a best practice is to kind of explain a little bit about the benefit you offer. And of course, you can have your title in there as well. And that's, again, the text that sits right under the picture on your profile. So, again, yeah, good point, Melissa, banner, photo, kind of your headline. And then the about section would be at minimum things to clean up before you start inviting company over.
0: Now, is that about section? Is that a boot or about? Is it Canadian or American?
1: It depends. Wherever you're watching this this marketing show, we automatically translate.
0: I couldn't help it. Okay, next up. uh, Watch who's visiting. Why would I want to do that?
1: Okay, well, well, the the beauty of LinkedIn is is you can see within your profile who's coming to look at you. Mm -hmm. And you know we believe anyway it's sell to win that if someone's looking at your profile there's probably a reason that they've come there right they've come through a post that you've done or they're looking at who works for a company mm-hmm. and too few people actually on a regular basis take a look and see who's looking at their profile and if you agree that that may be a a slight nudge in terms of a buying buyer looking at you or a potential partnership i think i would agree with you 100 and it, when you get going on LinkedIn, like so many of our, our sales uh, people that have come through the boot camp are, because it is a money maker. And we'll talk about that as we move through today's marketing show. The um, uh, Most of the salespeople we work with have their LinkedIn uh, profile open so they can get messages during the day, just like their email inbox. And they actually manage both once they get going. So, in the spirit of managing your profile, certainly you want to make sure it's looking at, at your profile.
0: Absolutely. How about engagement, liking, so, commenting, all that good stuff?
1: Yeah. So a lot of people, uh, you know, you meet people as you know Melissa in person, and they're gregarious, and they're this, or they're that, or maybe they're you know withdrawn or whatever they are. But you throw them on LinkedIn, and all of a sudden they don't want to make a post for fear of a mistake. They don't want to damage their personal brand. Uh, all good reasons. And I think before you engage, meaning you know you 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 post something, or you like something, or share something. I would suggest you take a spectator role first and watch uh, the blunders of other people or what you do like, because you've got to figure out your own style. I mean, really, this is your personal brand. We're talking about here on LinkedIn. I would argue it's your personal website uh, today and moving forward, but I would suggest strongly be a spectator and watch what others do that you like, and then emulate that because success always leaves clues. Now, Melissa, I think, you know, the classic mistake we see is from a sales role or even a business leader, if you're trying to do business with company Y and you're looking at maybe the person that you're going to be meeting with or you've met with or their you know support team, the, the stakeholders and the decision, why wouldn't you start to like some of the posts the company made or the people made? I mean, Absolutely. think about how you feel, Melissa, when someone likes your <laughs> post, how do you feel?
0: Oh yeah it's so great <laughs> You're in there all day who liked it who liked it It's a morale boost
1: <laughs> hopefully not all day but but uh, right I think, have I to but I think there's a nice feeling but in, 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 in with LinkedIn nice thing is you get a notification that hey Rick Lambert liked Melissa's post. And so you get that digital touch and that brings you top of mind. And again, top of mind at point of need is everything we believe LinkedIn's about. So, uh, you know, might I also say this, that I believe anyway, personally, the less you sell on LinkedIn, the more you will sell. And we've had people grow their pipeline by hundreds of thousands of dollars, connect with people they've never connected with before through phone, uh, email, et cetera. So the platform is just a beautiful compliment, not a replacement, but a compliment to uh, what people have done before, you know, and I've got a, uh, a vice president of sales that went through our boot camp, and he's doing something that I think is a really good, easy thing for people to do most. And that is he just picks customers that he does business with and mm-hmm. shares their posts. Awesome. So that goes to his network and the customer gets a, a notification that, Hey, this VP of sales is sharing the posts. And again, that makes them feel good. He's showcasing their business. And again, these are very easy things to like, right? Just click the like button, comment, hey, great post, whatever, or better yet, share your customer's posts. I think they'll love it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that leads us into invitations, like invite, right?
1: Yeah. So, so I mean- when, I, when I speak to live audiences, um, you know, I talk about the Chamber of Commerce concept. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a live Chamber, chamber of Commerce meeting, sorry, I don't think, Melissa, you would be impressed if I walked up to you and, you know, put my hand out and said, hi, I'm Rick Lambert. I'm the number one digital sales performance coach there is. And let me tell you why. And (laughs) let's get together next week for a meeting on Tuesday at 10. You would probably run away and go to the drink tray. Right. So um, nobody likes the person that's hitting on everyone in the room. And this is the theory we have at Sell to Win and I think when you invite a lot of the invitations I see that I'll ask you like, you know, well, let me ask you now, what, what do you see in invitations that you maybe like Melissa or things you don't like when people are trying to connect with you?
0: I think something I don't like, I'll start with that is, is just what you did. Here's all about me. Here's what I have to offer. Click on these links. Oh, I've also attached this. And Oh, by the way, Oh, by the way, Oh, by the way, it's just overwhelming. I think it needs to be simple to the point, and that's what I do like. And hey, engage with me, and 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 perhaps you know my my connections can help yours. Something yeah. along those lines.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so good point. So I, I think a lot of the first of all, uh, we're seeing the attention spans today of, of business people be shorter <laughs> than ever, right? <laughs> and The new Gen Zs come in. If you don't have a Gen Z kicking around your house there with their face in the phone looking for short messages, you know, get ready for the next generation of business people. Um, a lot of times, like when I get an invitation, it could be like three to five paragraphs. Yes. And I'm Paragraph. looking at it. And I and to me, that equates to time. And I just don't go there. A lot of the invitations look like prospecting emails. And I think an yes. untrained person on LinkedIn mistakes like, hi, my name's Rick. We do this type of business or service. You know, we've got this type of track record. Let's get together and meet next week. That's not the spirit of LinkedIn. And that's the big kind of twist that people have to get their head around.
0: Agreed.
1: Um, but I think you what you touched on there and keeping it short um, and always under the mindset of, you know, what's in it for me if I'm the receiver to connect with you? So Absolutely. when someone approaches you and I'll, I'll just read one now, I got in my inbox here, like, hi, Rick, I'm blank, the person's name. Nice to meet you. We haven't met before. <laughs> um, it seems like you and your team are doing great work for clients. Okay. I don't mind a bit of butter on it. Okay. I'll go for that. It would be great. It would it'd be great to have a chance to do business with you. Okay, so here he's selling now, and it's a he. I was wondering if you would be open to chat over a virtual cup of coffee to get to know each other first. Chat soon. Now I'm I'm okay. I got the flattery part on the front end, but I have no idea what's in it for me to meet with this person. And this is the spirit that we get so many. And so I think less commitment on the initial approach. You know, hi uh, Jim. Uh, congratulations on the work you're doing at whatever. Uh, let's connect here on LinkedIn. Maybe my extended network can help you in the future. Might be Absolutely. something that you might suggest because it's a benefit for that guy because then he can access right your uh, network, as you said, Melissa. But less is more. And strategically on LinkedIn, we suggest you think about get the connection first. Don't go for the appointment first. Absolutely.
0: Great. Absolutely.
1: And then, secondly, uh, send them like a digital coffee, which might be like an ebook or a link to a video or something relevant, and then ask for the offline conversation. But I think people go, they go for this, they swing for the fences and the invite. And I just think it comes across too aggressive.
0: Yeah, no, I couldn't agree with you more. All right, next up posting or activity.
1: So we worked with uh, the uh, uh, MBAs at Canada's, we'll call it the Harvard of Canada, the Ivy Business School. And uh, when the pandemic was in, a lot of them are saying, hey, I really need to work on my digital personal brand. And when we worked with these MBA students, the question that kept coming back is, what do I post? Okay, great. I've got my profile set up, but what do I post on there? And so what we did was we worked with them on thinking through different types of posts. and. For them, they're in the job market. For you, you might be in the job market or you might be in the market of trying to sell. Whatever it is, whether you're selling yourself or selling a product, we still think too many salesy messages are not going to go over very well in terms of your audience. And what's, I don't know, are you able to record TV shows?
0: Yes. PVR?
1: Yes. Okay. (laughs) Be honest, when you watch whatever it is, crazy shows you're watching, do you fast forward through the commercials or do you actually slow down and watch the commercials?
0: Oh, I fast forward as quick as possible.
1: Okay. Knowing you probably get the real show on uh, double speed, but anyway, exactly. Yeah. so, so I, I, I think, or we believe anyway, it's still to win that, if you're pushing salesy uh, content, like uh, if you're a business saying, you know, look at us, we're number one. You know, here's a new product. Uh, you know, look at this right now. Um, people will scroll through that content. We Absolutely. believe in this. You know, when we look at the analytics on our social media the work we do for clients, it just look at the likes and engagement on those posts. It's just terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things when when it comes to posting is, you know, we always suggest if you can get real pictures. Now, last week, for those of you that follow me on LinkedIn, I had a photographer come in and do a whole photo shoot of pictures that like it or not, they're coming on LinkedIn for you. But I just wanted to be able to show organic pictures because there's worth so much more than a stock photo of, you know, happy multicultural group working at table on technology issue. You know, people can read <laughs> that stuff. But if you post stuff like, you know, think of it this way if you pick a theme for each day, and by the way, we suggest that the elite B2B person on LinkedIn is probably posting three to five times a week. Now, Melissa, I don't know how you feel about that number, but.
0: No, I think that's good. I I think there's that balance, right? Like you talked about earlier of just sit back and kind of analyze for a little bit. You don't want to come out just nine, 10, 20, 30 in your first week out. You want to just kind (coughs) of, You know, you don't want to hit the wall running or, or hit the floor running. You know what I'm saying? Yes, um, yeah. I yeah. think you just want to go at it. So I think three to five is realistic, but start slow and build it.
1: Yeah. Because you here. actually
0: have to work during the day, so your employer might be saying, "Whoa, if this guy's on LinkedIn all day long, <laughs> he's not doing any work."
1: Yeah. Well, he's or she's probably not on LinkedIn for their reasons. You know, what <laughs> you raise, you raise an interesting question. We'll come back to with the post here, but. Um, It's been a difficult challenge at times when I work with the business leaders to say, hey, look, we got to cut some time in the day of your salespeople Mm -hmm. to actually farm LinkedIn and make it part better yet of your sales activity mix. And right now, a lot of sales organizations, as you come down, let's say, from the tech sector, so at the high end you know, the, the software as a service, the SaaS market, very advanced in how to use technology, very deep in LinkedIn. They get it, right? Technology, automation, all these things. But as you come down in terms of the ecosystem, we'll call it the traditional sales model, I think people are still wrestling with, you know, is it social media? Is it Facebook? Is it worth it? And I can tell you, having coached, as you said at the beginning, like thousands of B2B salespeople to get up on their water skis on LinkedIn, Without question, if they do it and do it the way that we suggest or the right way, yes. um, they'll absolutely grow their pipeline, connect with more decision makers. that are at the right level, new accounts, expand their base and existing accounts. It's just a no brainer, right? To become absolutely. But let's yeah. get back to what to post. So, um, you know, we have a formula that we give our clients, but I'll give you a very simple one. If you just thought each day, you thought about, let's say, three to five times a week, maybe not each day. And you did a post on maybe question of the week, something that your customers are asking you. Here's a question. Right. And you can put the answer. Uh, Maybe it's stat of the week. Right. Some statistic that supports whatever it is you sell. So, again, make sure you show the source. But that would be an easy post. Um, Charity of the week. Maybe there's a charity in your community that could use that visibility at a certain time of year or, you know, maybe you're involved with it personally. Um, And then, as I mentioned earlier, maybe something as simple as customer of the week. And so you're showcasing or sharing, you know, one of the customers and think what that does does for you in terms of cementing the business relationship, not just the personal relationship. So those are basic. Now, we've got a whole playbook that we give them in the boot camp. We talk about uh, shooting selfie videos, which, of course, is a step up from a static post. But I think in short, if you get your head around like three posts a week, you'll be well on your way to success
0: agree and i think you you want a right mix of activity right like you spoke about sharing your customers posts and i think that's a great way to start but again don't overshare and make sure you have your own organic ones that you're doing as well i think that you can only determine what your mix is but
1: you know. and you know as i said earlier i think a lot of people want to get going on linkedin and they're going to start right away and they're going to go full bore like you said and i think yeah. that spectator phase is really important 100% I don't want to be like him, or I do want to be like her. And uh, the more you find role models that align with what you believe, what you want your personality to be. But uh, I would argue that today, LinkedIn is your new digital business card. And oh, by the way, for you old timers, think of LinkedIn as a digital Rolodex, okay? Mm -hmm. That we used to have with all our business cards, (laughs) all our contacts. And the more contacts you have, this is the expansion of your network, why we talked about invitations today. I think you're going to see that the more contacts you have with the profile set up properly, right? Remember you cleaned up at home before company come over <laughs> and you're posting content, you're going to all of a sudden become more top of mind at point of need. So when they need what you have to sell, guess what? They're going to go, oh, you know what? I remember that guy on LinkedIn that had that. And I think you'll be just amazed that the new doors it opens and oh, by the way, with the right decision makers.
0: Absolutely, Rick. So I better get off here and go clean up mine or post something. (laughs)
1: Um, Hey, thank you very much, uh, Melissa, for joining me today. Thank you for watching. You know, we're trying to do is help you use LinkedIn to win and I really appreciate you joining us today on- On
0: this marketing show. We'll see you next week. Thanks so much, Rick. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for this episode of this marketing show. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, share and subscribe to get the latest B2B insights to help you market and sell to win.